for us today. Amen. I got something on my heart. The Lord laid on our heart, and I hope it'll help us today. Amen. Just want to be obedient uh, to the Lord this morning. Amen. If you got your Bibles, you can go ahead and open up the book of 1 Corinthians. You go right ahead. Yes, sir. No, you go ahead. Hit me. Amen. Go ahead. Yes, thank God. Amen. Come on. <laughs> right, right. Amen. Bless him, Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Ain't God good? Amen. Hey, ain't he been good to you? Hallelujah. Boy, he's been good to me. Amen. I got no complaints. Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 10. Y'all pray for us this morning. Amen. Going to be trying to, uh, uh, we'll be probably reading pretty quick. Amen. Just, I got to get to something this morning. And y'all know me. Amen. Everybody all right? First Corinthians chapter number 10, but if you'll stay with me. Amen. When we get to the end, I promise you, you'll get some help today. Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 10, Bible says in verse number one, moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant. Amen. I, I'm standing in the middle of a congregation today and you are not ignorant. You have, you have been coming to Calvary Baptist Church long enough. Amen. What I'm going to preach today. Amen. You, you, you are not ignorant. Amen. You're not ignorant to the devices of the devil. Somebody say amen to the, the, the tricks and the trials. Amen. You're not ignorant to those things. But he said, I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Amen. They, 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 he, he's talking about when they come out of Egypt. Amen. All of them witnessed the same thing. Is everybody all right? All of them, all of them witnessed the, the parting of the sea, of the water. Somebody say amen. All of them witnessed the cloud, amen, and the fire by night. Somebody say amen. All of them witnessed the power of God, amen, when they come out of Egypt, how that God spoiled Egypt, amen, and they just walked out. And they were giving to them gold and silver and jewelry and clothing and food. I mean, the Egyptians was loading them down and giving it all to them as they walked out. All of them witnessed that. Uh, they witnessed, amen, the, the power of God, amen, on everything that was going on. Every one of them saw the same thing. Every one of them experienced that. Every one of them witnessed the miracles. Is everybody all right? I mean, they saw the same thing. They were, they were in the same place. All of them witnessed, amen, of the going across the sea on dry ground. All of them witnessed of the big wall of water on both sides. Amen, no doubt they were a little afraid, but all of them had a man of God in front of them. A Moses leading them every step of the way. He wasn't just pushing them out there. He was walking before them, amen. And here they come in right behind him. And all of them witnessed that, and they witnessed the waterfall on the Egyptians. Amen, they, they immediately witnessed. As soon as the Egyptians come in behind them, Amen, the dry ground turned to mud and their, their wheels sunk in deep. They began to fall off their chariots. All of them witnessed the bodies floating on the, on the shore there, how God destroyed their enemy. Is everybody okay? 
He said, they all, right? More brethren, I would not have that you should be ignorant how that all, a double end, who's that leave out? In this, in this day in which we live, amen, if you're a child of God, you was raised in church or maybe you've just been here a little while, amen, you've already witnessed the power of God, amen, the day you got saved, you never thought, you never thought, some of you, amen, that, that, that God would even uh, consider saving you and then one day he came to where you was and he cleansed you and we've all witnessed that miracle in our life, those of us that are saved, amen. We've witnessed how God could take something nasty and dirty and filthy and eat up by the world and clean it up. Somebody say amen. We've witnessed how God could take a man or a woman, amen, that's living right in the very pit of sin, amen, and change their life completely if we're saved. Whether it be our life or someone that near and dear to us or someone that we just never knew but got acquainted with. Is everybody all right? We've witnessed that. Said in verse number two, and we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Amen. All of them had a man of God in their life, one that told them the truth. Is everybody okay? Amen. There's a lot of times, amen. They didn't like what Moses said. Is everybody all right? We're getting to something. All of them witnessed these things. All of them. And did, verse number three, and did all eat the same spiritual meat. Verse four, did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Somebody say amen. I mean, all of them have witnessed the power of God. Every one of them witnessed the same thing. Heard the same thing. Heard the same preaching. Is everybody all right? Went to the same church. Is everybody okay? I mean, that's what he's saying. Y'all getting quiet on me now. Is everybody all right? Had the same examples before. Right? Had, these, had, had Moses and had Aaron and all these others that walked before him. All of them had all this. Amen. Had, had parents in their life. Had, had uh, in our, our siblings in their life. Or maybe grandparents in their life when they come out of Egypt. Amen. And, and don't forget this. They even witnessed the locust. They witnessed the water being turned to blood. They witnessed the frogs and the flies and the lice. Is everybody all right? They witnessed all these horrible acts, amen, that God put on Egypt, amen, to bring it. They witnessed the firstborn dying. They witnessed their firstborn of being saved by the blood. Glory to God. Is everybody all right? They all witnessed that too, amen, when they come out. Is everybody okay? That's the ones he's talking about. That rock was Christ. And then in verse 5, it said, but with many of them. How many? A bunch. A lot of them. Many of them. Amen? Many of them. But with many of them, listen to this, who, who, who all witnessed the same thing, who all walked the same path, Amen. Who all came from the same Egypt and crossed the same Red Sea. Amen. And when they got on the other side and they witnessed the power of God of destroying their enemy, they even wrote a song. And all of them sang the song. Is everybody okay? But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Uh-oh. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Amen. Just I, I, I'm just curious today. Amen. I, it, I want us all to examine ourselves. Don't examine the one next to you. Don't examine the one in front of you or behind you. Examine yourself and ask that question. I wonder today if God would be well pleased with you, with your life. Say, Amen, right there, preacher. Is everybody okay? He said, but with many of them who witnessed all these things, but with many of them, amen, who, who, who experienced the same of God that the others experienced, with many of them who felt the power of God and, 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 and walked across the dry ground, with many of them, God was not well pleased. So the question we have to ask ourselves, Brother Allen, is God pleased with me? 
I, don't, I, can't, I can't tell you, amen, whether God's pleased with you or not. Amen? All the only thing I can do is look on the outward appearance. Somebody say amen. God judges the heart of a man or a woman. So I would ask you to ask yourself today, amen, examine your own life. Amen, is God well pleased? And listen, he didn't stop there. He said, but with many of them, God was not well pleased. Amen right there. He said, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Amen, the world took a bite out of them. Somebody say amen. They were overthrown in the wilderness. And that word overthrown, amen, I looked that up. That the, and, the, and the word in the Hebrew dictionary is catastronomy. Catastronomy, amen. And that is to strew down, to slay, to overthrow, or to throw down. And Noah 1828 says like this, to turn upside down, to throw down, to ruin, to demolish, to defeat or to conquer. For many of them, amen, in the wilderness, in the wilderness, their life got turned upside down. That's what he's saying. For many of them in the wilderness, they were conquered. They were defeated. Is everybody okay? Come on now. Some of them's life was destroyed. For with many of them, God was not well pleased. For they in the wilderness, they were overthrown. They were, they were thrown down. They were screwed around. Amen. Their, their lives got in a mess. Why? They were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples. They were things that happened to them. God says you need to learn from. You need to learn from. Now I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Jonathan. Amen. I, I love the sinner. Everybody all right? Amen goes right there. And I'm, a, I'm one of the most forgiving people you'll ever meet. Why? Because I know where I was at when Christ forgave me. Amen. But God, even though he expects us to be forgiven, never expects us to condone. Is everybody all right? There's certain people, amen, that, that come through our lives, amen, and, and maybe they get overthrown and there's things in their lives, amen. But God said in these people's lives, this was an example before us an example before us. Now these were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things. I thought about that, boy. I thought about that. We should not lust after evil things. And I look, amen, at the, at the world today and what's going on in the world and what's happening in the church world what's happening in the, in, the, in the ungodly secular world. Somebody say amen. And buddy, and, and the things that, that they call okay, the things that the world is teaching our children that's okay, the things that, that some people in the church are saying is okay, I mean, God calls evil. And, 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 and a lot of the things that, that we in the church say Oh, it's, it's not that bad if that's the worst they do. Come on now. The things that, that we say, oh, it's not that bad, preacher. God says it's wicked. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet this morning. Y'all thinking about that fried chicken, ain't you? Amen, it might be a little cold by the time we get out there. Is everybody all right? Amen. See, the things that the world says is okay, God calls evil. The things that the church is saying is not that bad, God calls it wicked. Amen. And, and, and what they say, what they say in the world out there, and a lot of churches is going along with it now, and they're calling it normal behavior, and they're saying it's normal they was born that way. Oh, God, God's word calls it an abomination. Y'all better pay attention. Amen. And what they say, what they say we as the church need to accept, what they say we need to accept as normal behavior, what they say that we need to accept, amen, as, as things are changing and the worlds are changing, and I know that God don't change, and what they're saying that we need to accept, God's word condemns. Is everybody okay? 
And where they say that we should compromise and where they say that the church needs to compromise its standards and what they say, amen, the church needs to compromise on this doctrine and that doctrine, amen, of the word of God says for us to take a stand. Everybody okay? Need to compromise right there, but the word of God says stand. Need to let that slide, but the word of God says stand. Everybody all right? Don't get mad at the preacher. Everybody okay? Need to allow that, Brother Tracy, but the word of God says stand. Need to compromise there, but the word of God condemns it. Everybody okay? Huh? Need to accept it, Brother Tracy. Yeah, but God said take a stand. We can't. We can't compromise. Amen. We can't accept it. Why? Because the word of God condemns it. Do we want to be right with the word or do we want to be right with God? Do we want to please the world or do we want to please God? Amen. Do we listen to what man says or do we listen to what the word of God says? So as I begin to read this, I begin to look at this, and it said, these were examples to the intent that ye, that, that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. The world's a lusting after these things. Even today. But God's telling us not to. Amen. And so as I begin to read this, he said, now listen to this. Verse 6, now these things were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And we see that in a lot of places today. A lot of places they call churches. People are playing church. People are playing church. People are playing church. Amen. They, they come, they, they try to dress the part, they try to look the part. Amen. But then they go out into the world. Amen. And they compromise, they accept. Is everybody okay? Amen. They're saying it's normal. Amen. They're on their jobs, they, they agree with it. They never take a stand. Is everybody okay? Amen. They're, they're playing church. But they rose up to play. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose, to play, rose up to play. Verse 8. Neither let us commit fornication. Hello. I didn't say it. Word of God said it. What's that, Brother Tracy? Okay, for y'all that don't know. It's when you are not married... And you are acting like you're married. Is everybody okay? In the sense of sexual uh, uh, things. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? That's called fornication. And the Bible said don't commit it. And he ain't just talking about teenagers. Teenagers, you need to keep yourself pure till you get married. Young folks, amen, I don't care how good they look. I don't care how good she looks. I don't care how provocative they dress. You keep yourself pure and holy till you get married. Neither commit fornication. Everybody okay? If you ain't married, sir, if you ain't married, ma'am, amen, you should not be sleeping in the same bed. I don't know how more plain to be. Everybody okay? That's not what I, this is what they did. They sit, they sit in the same places. They witnessed the same working of God, the miracles, Brother Tiny. They witnessed the power of God. But with many, God was not well pleased because they were overthrown in the wilderness. And then listen to this. He said, neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and 20,000. Neither let us tempt Christ. Y'all quiet this morning. Let me, let me go and let you in on a secret. I know the way some of y'all are looking at me. Amen. I have not come back here and spit in your face. Is everybody all right? 
No, I hadn't. Problem is the word of God has. Is everybody okay? <laughs> what we call, what we say is acceptable. God's word condemns. What we say is not that bad. God's word condemns. God calls it wicked. Now listen to this. Neither let us tempt Christ. We better be careful with our actions. When we know better. When we know better. When we know better. We need to be careful when we know better. How do you know better? If you've ever sat in this church very long at all, you know better about a lot of things. You know better than the way you're doing. Somebody say amen. You know to do better than you're doing. Somebody say amen. If you sit under this preaching very long, amen, for about, I don't know, 10 days, amen, you know better. Amen. You ain't got to sit there long. You ain't got to sit in Calvary Baptist Church long. Amen. To know the difference between right and wrong. To know the difference of what's sin and what's not sin. Somebody say amen. Not because of me, but because this Bible. Amen. That's being preached in this place. Somebody say amen. Because of the word of God that's being preached and being taught around this place. That's how you know better. These children growing up under this here, they'll know better. They'll know better. Let me move on. So don't tempt Christ. We tempt him when we do what we know we shouldn't do. And we make excuses. We try to prop us. We try to prop ourselves. Word of God, you don't need to prop up. And listen to this. Neither tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. They've been bit. Folks are being bit. Church folks getting bit. Is everybody all right? These, these people that walked together, that worshiped God, that followed Moses, the man of God, heard what he said, seen how God blessed, amen, seen how the power of God fell, seen how the Red Sea split, seen how the, the power of God destroyed their enemies, amen. These same people, some of them are being destroyed by the destroyed, by being bit by serpents. Neither, uh-oh, verse 10, neither murmur. I like that word, murmur. You don't have to be real smart. You don't have to have a real big vocabulary to say murmur. Some of these babies, amen, you listen to them. They'll be sitting there looking at my mom and dad, murmur, murmur. Everybody all right? Everybody Okay. And you know what they'll say? Oh, she's saying mama. No, she's saying don't murmur. <laughs> warning. Amen. Always warning us. And probably looking at daddy when she says murmur, murmur. Or he says murmur, murmur. Don't murmur. What they do, they murmured against the man of God. They complained. Amen. They talked about it. They gossiped. Amen. They murmured about their, their, their condition they got themselves into. They murmured against God. They, they complained against God because they got a little thirsty. The way got a little tough. Things wasn't going to suit them. They, they was tired of just eating angel food. They started eating manna. God was supplying them with, with groceries, amen, by the hands full, and they complained and whined. So God sent them quail, amen, and they complained about that. Is everybody okay? Murmured. Murmur. I like that word. Amen, because even the youngest one in here can say it. Hey, kids, y'all look up here. Look at Brother Tracy's children. All you kids, look at me. On the count of three, we're going to say murmur. I don't want no adults to say it. Just the kids. Y'all say it as loud as you can. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Everybody 18 and under, y'all ready? One, two, three, murmur. Now we're going to add one more word to it. Kids, y'all ready? I want y'all to say this. Don't murmur. Y'all going to help me? Y'all going to help me? Come on, y'all going to help me? Can y'all say that? All right, kids, y'all ready on the count of three? Here's what we're going to say. Don't murmur. One, Two, three, don't murmur. Now I'm going to let y'all say it by yourself. Y'all ready? I'm going to count to three, and I want y'all to say it. Y'all ready, kids? 
Y'all ready? Loud, loud. I know, I know y'all can speak louder than this. I've heard some of you argue with your siblings. Y'all ready, children? Y'all ready? Y'all gonna say it? One, two, three. Hallelujah right there. Spoken from a child. You'll be glad you didn't. I don't know how we got off on that. <laughs> Grumbling and complaining. Said, neither murmur at ye as some of them also murmured. And listen to this. And were destroyed of the destroyer. There's a destroyer. There's a serpent. You be careful you don't get bit by that serpent. And think you can go contrary to the word of God and think you can accept things, amen, that God's word says we can't. Think we can compromise, amen, when God's word says us to stand. Amen, that, that thinks we can accept things that the word of God condemns. Amen. When God calls something wicked, we try to, we try to prop it up and say it's not that bad. Amen, when the world says it's okay and, and we try to go along with the world, but God says it's evil. Be careful. Be careful. You'll get bit by that serpent, that old destroyer. And you'll be destroyed. You'll be destroyed. Let me move on. I got to hurry. Verse 11. Now all these things happened unto them for in samples. And they were written for our admonition. Upon, listen to this, whom the ends of the world are come. It's for now. These are the end times. Y'all didn't know I was, a, I was a last day's preacher, did you? Everybody, he's talking to this crowd here. He's talking. He said, these things are in here for examples. That word example, amen, it, 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 it means this. A model or pattern. Now listen to what it says. Either for imitation or for instance of warning, depending on how it's used. What sentence it's in. Here it's for a warning. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Amen. It's a description of something that God has used to try to warn us for our admonition. Amen. That's calling attention to, amen, by rebuke or warning. There's sometimes God tries to rebuke, warn us. And then there's times he just comes right out and rebukes us. Amen, but we get so pumped up. Amen, that we don't want to hear no warnings. And if we ever get rebuked, then we just fly off the handle. But when the rebuking is coming from God, through his word, through his word, it's for, it's for us. It's to help us as individuals. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. I wanted to read all this. Listen to this. Upon whom the ends of the world are come. We're living in the last days, just in case there's one. I read my Bible, amen, and I see they're calling good evil and evil good. Just like I said, they, they're saying it's okay and God's saying it's evil. They're saying that, 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 you know, it's not that bad and God's saying it's wicked. Amen, they're telling us we need to accept it, but God's word is condemning it. We need to change, but God is an unchanging God. Is everybody all right? Amen. Don't let the world change you. Let God change you. Amen. So let me read on. Verse number 12. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he stand, taketh heed, lest he fall. And I want to get down to here. There hath no temptation taken you. It didn't say it didn't take you. You got to read it, amen, and understand what he's saying. There's no temptation taking you. Listen to this. There's no there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, all of us have had these same temptations come our way. It's common in the world that these temptations are here. But the problem, just like those, there was many that he was not well pleased with, because they were overthrown in the wilderness, some in the church today 
who have witnessed all the power of God are being taken by temptation. They're being taken. They're not just being tempted. They're, they're, they're yielding themselves. The temptation's getting a hold on them. They're being taken. He said, there had no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able? But will with the temptation also make a way to escape? Not to miss out on, but to escape, to get out of. Amen? That ye may be able to bear it. That word temptation. It's the same word that Jesus used when he prayed in Matthew chapter number 6. The very same temptation. Temptation, that word is pelagos. And it mean, literally means this. And it's the same word that Jesus used. This is the word that Jesus used. It means to be deep. Deep are the open sea. Mainly the depths of the sea. The open sea. He said, Jesus said in, in chapter 6, verse number 9, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Verse 10, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. As it is in heaven, verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. In verse 13, lead us not into temptation. Lord, lead us not into the depths of the sea, in the middle of the sea, in the very deepest part. Don't lead us into that. He said no temptation, no depths have taken you yet. Or no depths have taken you that's not common to man. But some of you have been taken. Temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Taken is a verb. It's, and that word is labano. And to take or to get hold of. Grab a hold to. Amen. To have hold on to seize. Amen. And, and, and what's happened in a lot of people... Amen, they've been taken. And there's one thing I know. Amen, I don't know a whole lot about the sea, amen, other than about out in the middle of it, in the very depths of it, it's a place of no hope. If you're stranded out there and you're just out there trying to uh, stay afloat, is everybody all right? Ain't no boats coming along. Ain't no ships coming along. You don't know what's around you. Sharks all in the water. And you're trying your best to stay afloat. It's a very tiring place. It'll wear you out. It's a depressing place. Is everybody okay? You look around, you don't see no land. You're in the middle of it, amen, and you can't touch bottom, and you're getting tireder by the minute. You're getting wore out by the minute. You're getting weaker by the minute. Is everybody okay? Trying, trying to stay afloat, and that's what's happened in a lot of Christians' lives, amen. They've been taken by the temptation. It's got a hold on them, and it's pulling them in, and it's pulling them down, and they feel like they cannot escape. Feel like they'll never, ever get loose. Feel like there's no hope, no way of ever, of ever getting out. But he said, I'll make a way of escape that you can bear it. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of Christians, a lot of folks in the world today that's maybe walked away from God, gotten so far, gotten so deep, the temptation's got such a hold on them. Amen, they can't refuse it. They can't, they can't break free. And they feel like if they do, if they try, amen, the shame would be there, the guilt would be there, and there's just no way they could bear that. They couldn't bear people to look at them that way. They couldn't bear people to know what they've done. They couldn't bear it. Amen. And so they just stay, they just stay out there in the sea. Amen. Tired, getting more tired, getting weaker. Is everybody all right? Stay out there. Amen. Looking around, feeling hopeless, feeling helpless. Amen. Is everybody all right? But God said, I'll make a way of escape. Ain't that a blessing? How, Brother Tracy, how am I ever going to get past this? How am I ever going to get over this? How will I ever be rescued? I'm glad you asked. 
Now the Bible says, I want to read a couple more verses here. Verse 16, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Listen to me, child of God. Verse 20, but I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. That's what the world is sacrificing to out there. And not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot, listen to this, listen to this. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. He didn't say you could, you could. He said you cannot. And then he goes on and says, Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. Amen? So in 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, it says, My little children, I, I want to give you a hope today if you've been taken, if a, if a tempter's come your way and that temptation has got a hold of you and it's pulled you in, pulled you down. If you feel like you've got no hope, you're a child of God, you've witnessed the power of God, You've been there, amen, when the glory showed up. Somebody say amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. You've witnessed it, and you wonder how you can ever get back. You wonder about what everybody's going to think, what everybody might say. I got good news today. There's a way of escape, and God provided it. So, oh, hallelujah. I say God provided. Listen to this. In John chapter, one, verse, chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, he said, My little children, these things write I unto you. Amen, that ye sin not. First of all, God does not want you to be taken. He does not want you to yield, but if you have, if you've allowed, and, it, and it's, not a, it's not a thing, amen, that, that'll condemn you to hell. You're saved, you're washed in the blood of Christ. Amen, but there's things in your life you wish could be different and you don't know what to do. Listen to this. He said, I would that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And verse number two, listen to this. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The whole world. We think our sins are so big and so drastic that he can't forgive them, but he can forgive yours and everybody in the whole world if they would just come to him. I mean, that's the God we serve. He's not just a God that can forgive a little. He can forgive it all. Hallelujah. Amen, Amen right there. Forget, but first, we better recognize, better recognize the propitiation. Propitiation. That word means atonement or reconciliation after enmity, something, hostility against God or controversy. In theology, it's the, and I hope I get these words right, amen, expiation of sin made by the obedience and personal sufferings of Jesus Christ. And that word expiation means the act of atoning from a crime the act of making satisfaction for an offense by which the guilt is done away. Somebody shout right there. Amen. That guilt you think you'll feel, amen, he's done made a way for you to be guilt-free today. Amen. The obligation of the offended person to punish the crime is counseled by the suffering of Jesus Christ. He came. Yes, we deserve to be punished. You as a child of God, you backslide. You get away from God. You wind up in temptation. You deserve to be punished. But by the grace of God, of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, it can be canceled out today. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, it can. Romans chapter 5. Amen. In verse 19, as, for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, 
So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Verse 20, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded. Somebody get ready to shout, amen, and hey, I'm glad God came to me. Amen, when I was a sinner. Amen, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen, I'm glad the grace of God is still here to pick us up even after we've been saved, after we've been born again, washed in the blood, when we fall into temptation. Let me tell you what the grace of God does. Amen. Here's what the grace of God does. I'm going to need some help, Baden. Wyatt, come here. Go get that walking stick, boy. Y'all come here. Get it. Yeah. You too, come here. See how we Y'all hold that right there. Not with, with your hand. There you go. This is the will of God. This is where you want to be. This is where you want to walk. Amen with God. As a child of God. But sometimes, sometimes. Braxton, will you come here? I'm going to need your help. And I'm going to need Cohen. I'm going to use this. You two come here. This is where it won't be. This is the will of God for your life. Boys, y'all stand right here in front of them. Just turn around. Face everybody. Can y'all hold that right there? Just hold it right there like that, that there. And that's where your life is. You've been saved. You've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Somewhere the destroyer came. You got bit. We read all of that, right? You've witnessed it. You know it's right. You know what's right. You know what's real. You know God loves you. This is where our life is. Y'all bend over a little bit. Y'all get too high. Can y'all get on your knees? You too? There we go. Yeah, because our life's pretty low. That's the way we feel with our shame in our guilt, right, in our sin. That's where we're at. We wish we wish, we wish, we wasn't there. If you're a child of God and you're there, you wish you wasn't there. You'll never convince me otherwise. Amen. You will never convince me otherwise. Why? Because I'm a child of God. And I know, I know, I like living, I'll be honest, I like living here. Hold it up, boy. Need to swap arms, swap arms. I like living here. I wish, Tyler Busby, I could say I always lived here. But I don't. Just being honest. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We, we've sinned, we've, we've missed the mark from time to time in our life. Now, I'm glad and I'm not throwing stones. I've not been there. And if you are there, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting. I'm, if you feel like that's where you're at, I'm not making fun or light of the situation. But anywhere in here, if you're a child of God, you really want to be here. That I know. Because that's where I want to be. Where the power of God is, where the blessings of God are, where, the, where I just, I know when I wake up in the morning, I'm in his will. Amen. So how do we get from here to here? When we repent. The grace of God is here. Come on, come on. Y'all swap arms if you need to. Now. There you go. The grace of God does this. It comes to where I'm at in that deep sea of hopelessness 
where I can't even see the shore and I'm tired. And I'm wore out and I don't know how much longer I'm going to make it. Just getting weaker by the minute. Trying to stay afloat. And nobody's there. But boy, when I call out on him, the grace of God, it just, it just comes to me and it'll come to you in your sin. That's the thing about the grace. You don't have to get cleaned up first. Is everybody okay? See, the grace of God will come to you in your sin. How many of our family members, amen, are living in sin and they're living a life, amen, and they're, they're there. They're due to addiction. I don't know what it could be. It could be addiction to drugs. It could be pornography. It could be fornication. I mean, buddy, it could be addiction to alcohol. Hey, man, they could be out in the world. Hey, man, getting locked up in prison. I mean, living an abominable lifestyle. I mean, buddy, but they're there. God's grace goes to where they're, them and their sin and picks them up. And he don't just pick them up. Here's what he'll do. Come here, lift that up to me. He picks them up, and then he lifts them up. Is everybody all right? See, where you're at today in your sin, God will come to you. The grace, the Lord Jesus, the grace of God will come in the middle of your sin and pick you up. Amen? And he won't just pick you up and leave you in your sin. He'll lift you up out of it Amen. to a place that we desire to be, right? And sometimes if we allow him to, if we allow him to, he lifts us up higher than we ever thought we could be because he's still lifting us up. He's still working on us. Amen. Is everybody okay? Y'all follow that. I don't know how else to say it. The grace of God will come to you in your sin today. He will pick you up, amen, and he will begin to lift you up, back getting get into the will of God for your life, amen. And although you may think you could never get back to where you once was, he might lift you higher than you've ever been. Somebody say, that's my God. That's how the grace of God works. We don't deserve it. It's unmerited favor. You can't earn it, amen. You've just got to realize uh, you're in a place of no hope, amen. But I'm glad I know the God of hope. I'm glad I I know the God of all peace and he'll come to your sin today and he'll pick you up. Temptation has got a hold on some of y'all. Boys, y'all can be seated. Temptation has grabbed a hold of you and pulled you out into the middle of the sea. It's over your head. Amen. And you ain't going to make it on your own. You need him. You need to call out to him. Amen. You need to cry out to the Lord. You need to come to the altar. Confess to him. You don't have to confess to me anything. But until you do, until you do, I don't care how much we dress up the outside. You're still in the middle of your sea trying to stay afloat. You're drowning until you repent. Until you call out to him. He's just waiting on the call. Somebody say amen. I said he's just waiting on the call this morning. Amen. We have an advocate with the Father. He's willing to step in and pick you up today. Lift you up, clean you up, change you, give you back hope, give you back peace, give you back joy, true joy, joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. He's here this morning. You're here this morning. We're all here. And it may, it, don't worry about what people will think. 
And I can promise you this. The day you come and you realize that that grace come to where you was at in the middle of your sin, even after you were saved, and picked you back up. Are you hearing me? Once you do that, you will never no more worry about what people think when you start letting him be Lord of your life again. This morning, somebody make your way to the piano. That's all I got. I want you to understand, they all witnessed the same thing. They all lived the same life. They sure did. Every one of them. That's what he said. But yet some of them got overthrown in the wilderness. Some of them got bit by serpents. Some of them were taken by temptation. Pulled in. Temptation said it got a hold on them. Got a hold on them. It's one thing. It's one thing when it's at arm's length trying to get you. Trying to get you. Come here, Billy. You know, when, when, you, when you're there and, and it's trying to get you, and it's trying to get your attention, and, and it's got you, it's just barely got you. That's, that's, that's the light temptation. Once it gets your attention, if you just make a step or two this way, just make a cut, just, 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 just a little tip, just, just a Once he's got a hold of you, he ain't going to let you go without a fight. He got you. I got you, Billy. I got a hold on you, son. <laughs> Amen. As bad as both of us feel right now, ain't no way you're getting loose. Let me go and lock my hands. <laughs> Amen. I don't care. You can try to body slam me. You can try to do the hip toss and all that. Ain't happening. Amen. Because I ain't even squeezing hard yet. If I squeeze real hard, I could probably crack a few bones. <laughs> That's what temptation will do once it gets you. Gets a hold of you. But there's one that'll break the hold. That's the grace of God. That'll come to you in your sin where you're at this morning. And he will lift you up. He will pick you up. Amen. He will hold you up and he will lift you up to greater heights than you've ever imagined in your life with him. With him. It's up to you. Trust me, you, you stay out there long enough, you're going to drown. And I just got, I got to hush now. This morning, where are you? Are you where you really want to be up here? Are you somewhere between the bottom and here? If you're not up here, you need to be down here. Period. We all do. I love you this morning. I hope that made sense to you.